Welcome to Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we're going to discuss the Oscars. Yeah. The 20, is it the 2017? Because it's 2018. Yes. How does this work? I, I, I don't know. I guess we, we can just call the it 90th the... 90th Oscars. Yes. It, there you go. That, that's what it is. For the movies released in 2017, whatever the rules are for this. Uh-huh. But uh, that's how we're doing it. We're going to talk about uh, eight categories. Yep. We're going to do all the acting categories. Two screenplay categories, director and best picture. Mm-hmm. We've done this the last two years. This is our third year doing it. It's yep. always really fun. Right. Um, and these are our picks. These aren't predictions to who we think will win. Right. This is who the films we think should win. Yes. They're the best. Uh, so I guess we will get right into it. Okay. Dave, uh, should you go first or should I go first? We didn't talk about that. Yeah, we didn't. Do- <laughs> we just this happens every this year. Happens I think. every damn year. <laughs> At least we know what order we're oh, going. Oh man, in, uh, I know with exactly the, with the categories this year. Uh, why don't you go first? Here we go. Best supporting actor. We have Woody Harrelson in Three Billboards, Willem Dafoe in The Florida Project, Sam Rockwell in Three Billboards, Richard Jenkins in The Shape of Water, and Christopher Plummer in All the Money in the World. Mm-hmm. So. My number one pick here is Woody. I think Woody Harrelson was dynamite in Three Billboards. All right. He was fantastic. Yeah. He went from being like the tough lawman to kind of being sympathetic, like with the snap of a finger, the yeah. drop of his cowboy hat. Sure, sure. Um, I don't know if I've seen him much better than this. He's he's fantastic. Really? I love Woody. He okay. deserves an Oscar. He's good. Yes, he, he, he has deserved an Oscar for a long time, and he's uh-huh. good in this movie, certainly. I think he's great. Um... I liked Sam Rockwell a lot, too. Yeah. But I didn't... I don't know. I just liked Woody so much more. Okay. I just liked him. That's fine. Anyway, what, what's your pick? My pick is Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. God, he's my number two, actually. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, the, the, this category was the easiest time I had of it. Me too, actually, I think. Um, and and that and that's weird, because like, like someone stood out to you, and someone stood out to me. Um, and in this case, for me, Willem is... I, I think that his performance in this movie is so understated. He, he's he's yes. known for giving great, great performances, but it's usually been outsized characters. It's like over-the-top type stuff. Yes, you know? very showy yeah. roles. And in this case, when everything's been stripped down, he's kind of at his best, mm-hmm. and he's at his most sympathetic the whole time. That's my note right here. I yeah. mean, his sympathy is... He's also, like, firm. Yes. He's realistic. That's right. Um, he's responsible, but he's sympathetic. Like, it, the, the character he plays is so nuanced. It, yeah. It's amazing. Like this guy wants to help the people that are there, but he also doesn't want them there at times, you know, like, it's an impossible yeah. situation. Yeah. He, yeah. Cause I mean like, yeah, those kids are obnoxious mm-hmm. and they are really hard to handle and there's no discipline. And you know, he can't discipline them cause he's not his, he's not their parents. I'll tell you something now. I mean, the Florida project should have been in best picture. There are 10 spots available in yes. the Best Picture category. Mm-hmm. They picked nine movies. Florida Project not nominated. I can't freaking believe it, I but know. there it is. Florida yeah. Project was so good. It's one of the best movies of the year, certainly. Yes, definitely. Um, so, yeah, I picked Woody. You got uh, yep. Willem. Mm-hmm. Did you have Woody anywhere? Was he last or something like that? No, he, he, wasn't, like he wasn't last. Christopher Plummer was last. He's um, last in mind, too. Let's talk about why he's last, yeah, actually. Let, let's, uh, do, let's do that, because it opens <laughs> it up to a whole other bunch of stuff. Um he was good. He's yeah. Christopher Plummer, for Christ's sake. Of course, sake. he's he's a world-class thespian. But he didn't do anything special here. No. The reason he is here is because, if you know, Kevin Spacey originally was in this role, and he got recast after all these allegations and stuff came out. Yeah. Plummer shot this in, like, two weeks 
uh, about two weeks before the movie was released, actually. Yeah. Uh, so this nomination is basically just a middle finger to Kevin Spacey, if you ask me. Uh, sure. That's mm-hmm. all it is. And I sympathize with wanting to give a middle finger to Kevin Spacey because uh-huh. of the things he's done. Obviously, he's a scumbag. Yes. And it's it's come out right. that, that, that this, is, this is who he is. Mm-hmm. And really... What we want everybody to know, we are not tone deaf on dudes on movies. We understand that that mm-hmm. that the world, especially the film world, is like receiving a reckoning at this moment. Yep. And when the Oscar ceremony does come out, uh, we I hope I don't think it's going to happen. But mm-hmm. Jimmy Kimmel better not make any Harvey Weinstein jokes. Ugh. You know, he 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 better not like you know what we need to have is like a, like a, a serious monologue. Um, where it's talking about the public unmasking about these abusive men. Yeah, serious. No, you know? would be good. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I know that won't happen because it's TV, but it should. Uh, we've always known about this stuff, and now it's actually coming out. And uh, I, I don't think it's right to to nominate Christopher Plummer for a role that he was doing as a favor to a studio. I mean, yeah. and he's he, yeah, you're right. He is good in it, but is he that good? There were no other best supporting actor cat. You know, uh, like, what about Michael not- Stolberg? Michael Stuhlbarg is good in... He domnalled his way into three Oscar yes. movies this year. A domnalling. You know? I love that. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. His his speech at the end of Call Me By Your Name, one of the best moments of any movie I've seen. I totally agree. I mean... I totally agree. Wow. He, he's he's so awesome. <sighs> yeah. That guy's awesome. He is. And then you got Tracy Letts, uh, mm-hmm. Garrett Hedlund, Rob Morgan... Um, uh, Bob Odenkirk in from the post. I thought he was the best. Oh, yeah, part. he was he great. Was in the really post. good. That's right. You know, uh, wow. And Christopher Plummer's there. Okay, yeah. It stinks. I mean, I, yeah. Sorry. Yep. We love you, guy. But right. Whatever. Right. All right. So supporting actress, we yep. have Alison Janney in Itania, Laurie Metcalf in Lady Bird, Leslie Manville in Phantom Thread, Octavia Spencer in The Shape of Water, and Mary J. Blige in Mudbound. Mm. Dave, uh, who's your pick? I. Like like every category, I, I most categories I agonized over my choice. I have to go with Lori Metcalf from Lady Bird. Yes, yes, um, she's good. She's like, and she was so surprising. I mean, I I know that Lori Metcalf has been a good actor for a long, long mm-hmm. time, but to see her at this stage of her career get the role of a lifetime mm-hmm. is really satisfying just for the acting profession. Yep, and um, she is the scenes between her and Saoirse Ronan. Yeah, like they're really good. It's 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 not even just that it's good dialogue. It's like we've all had these conversations with our parents where where we can be like having a good time for a minute and maybe mm-hmm. we're even like enjoying each other's company and then it just turns yep. and it just becomes sour. Yep. And then it comes back again. Yeah. And in the end we love each other. And like this ball that's that's thrown back and forth between these two exactly. actors is so it's just dynamite. They're so good. Um she plays it perfectly as it's like loving an overbearing kind of mother. Absolutely. And like, like you mentioned flipping your attitude yeah. on a switch. Right. And like the, the scene when they're like dress shopping at Goodwill oh, that's, and they're that's like, so they're good. like at each other's throats and then they find the perfect dress. And they're like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like yeah. it just flips. Yeah. You know, it's, like that oh, is that's awesome. so real. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. And then, and then at the, like toward the end when, when she decides that she's not going to like, you know, be there for when yeah. Lady Bird leaves and, 
And oh, that scene. It's it mm-hmm. just gets you. It's so sad. She's like, what are you around. doing? Exactly. What are you doing? And then she realizes what she's done. She goes back to mm-hmm. the airport, and yeah. you know Tracy Letts tells her, you know, she's gone, and she's just distraught. Yep. She can't believe she didn't say goodbye to her daughter. Yep. That and, sucks. You know, that's it's terrible. But Lori's God, she's great. Yeah, she's great. She's my number two. Okay. I'm going Allison Janney from I Tanya. That's understandable. I I think she's <laughs> she's really good in this movie yeah. as this piece of shit mother I, absolutely um, one of the worst people i've ever seen in she's a movie. terrible yeah this person um i i just think she's she, it's almost over the top but like i've seen women like this yeah of course and she doesn't she has no filter on she everything's a problem everything's wrong she can't be nice and i think just like her body language even to make this character work was yeah an amazing job like she's so like kind of stiff all the time and just smoking and her face never changes <laughs> she just did a great job this was awesome even her smile is malevolent yeah you know when <laughs> right. it does appear right and th- she says one positive sentence to her daughter mm-hmm. in this movie and even that was a lie because she's trying to tape the conversation yeah. oh man despicable character. yeah oh wow <laughs> and allison is just going for it uh-huh and and this is, you know, like, this is CJ from the West Wing. This is a person we're mm-hmm. supposed to trust. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, and I agree. Allison Janney is awesome in this. Mm-hmm. She's good. Okay, so let's do adapted screenplay. Okay. Uh, we have uh, James Ivory for Call Me By Your Name, Scott Neustetter and Michael Weber for The Disaster Artist, Aaron Sorkin for Molly's Game, Virgil Williams and Dee Reese for Mudbound, Scott Frank and James Mangold, and Michael Green for Logan. Mm. So uh, my pick is Call Me By Your Name. Okay. I thought this film was just written perfectly. Yeah. Uh, it felt exactly like like teenage angst. The The screenplay was just so spot on with the, the exchanges between the people, the dialogue. Uh, it's just the perfectly written movie right now. I know. It's so good. It's that, that, that's that is, my pick. That's how people talk. Yeah. That's how people interact. That's how they fight. That's how they make up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, th- there is, it's my pick too. It's your Full pick. Disclosure. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> James Ivory for call me by your name. This, this is a brilliant, brilliant screenplay. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. Super good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, was, I was totally surprised by it. Uh huh. Yeah. It, it, and, and I, God, well, I wanted so much. I mean, if it, if it had been 240 pages long, I still would have picked it because it's amazing. Like <laughs> everything in this, I, I just couldn't believe it. I was, I was blown away by this, mm-hmm. by this screenplay. Yeah. A, a great one. Yes. So uh, let's do original screenplay now. All right. Uh, you have Jordan Peele for Get Out, Guillermo del Toro for The Shape of Water, Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird, Martin McDonough for Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, Emily V. Gordon, and Kamel Nanjiani for The Big Sick. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, who's your pick? Um, Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird mm-hmm. um, for original screenplay. This is... Um, I, I know that in, in interviews she has... Uh, dodged the question of whether or not it was autobiographical, you know. Yeah. Which I think that any expression of an artist is going to, there's going to be some part of you in there. Yeah, you know exactly. And in 2002, when she was 17 years old, living in Sacramento and going to Catholic school, mm-hmm. I, I think that there probably is some stuff <laughs> right, in Lady yeah, Bird yeah. that comes from Greta's life. I, I'm sure. Uh, but 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 her, her, the way she talks about it is, the scene is exactly how I grew up, but none of the stuff that happened in the movie happened to her, which yeah. I, I, okay, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and like the, I have, I have yet to see, we talked about it during Laurie Metcalf's, you know, Oscar win earlier in the show. Um, 
Lady Bird, um, her interactions with both her mother and her father couldn't be more realistic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And her growing up before our eyes is not a coming of age story as we know. It is like someone who is almost grown up throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And then finally kind of just gets over that hump at the end, but still isn't quite grown up because we're yeah. never actually grown up. Right. I'm 40 years old and I'm not grown <laughs> up yet. Right. So it's, it's like, it's a really good perception of just how people, you know, function. I, I completely agree. It's, it's an extremely realistic take on that last section of coming of age, yeah, you know, like becoming an adult. Yes. Uh, I, it was perfectly depicted. Right. I loved it. It wasn't my pick, though, for screenplay. Okay. I'm going with Jordan Peele for Get Out. That's, yes, of course. Um, I thought it was an extremely original idea for a horror movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's inventive. It's, yeah. It's uh, shining a light on problems that we face today. Absolutely. Uh, and it, it just is, has a great style to it. But Get Out was so original and good. I just really liked it. And, and I mean, there, there is not one moment where the central character in that movie is not sympathetic. Right. Um, and and I, did, I didn't see anything in this movie coming, really. No. Yeah, and, and this is his debut, yeah, by the way. It's a great film. His debut screenplay and directing mm-hmm. for Jordan Peele. This is stunning. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- this is an achievement. <laughs> yeah. So absolutely original. Yeah, I, 100%. All right, so we're going to go to lead actor. Okay. We have... Mm-hmm. Timothy Chalamet for Call Me By Your Name, Denzel Washington for Roman J. Israel Esquire, Daniel Day-Lewis for Phantom Thread, Daniel Kaluuya for Get Out, and Gary Oldman for Darkest Hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, my pick, I'm going with Timothy Chalamet for Call Me By Your Name. Okay. Um, I, I thought he was incredible in this movie. <laughs> uh, he felt, you feel every single thing this kid is feeling in this movie. Yeah. And I know he's like, how old in real life, 22 or 23, but he's playing a 17 year old boy. Right. He looks like it. He does. Uh, but like everything he's feeling is his love, his fear. Uh, everyone's felt like that as a teenager, much like lady bird. Like we feel the feelings these actors are showing us. Yes. And it's, it's so true to life. What you really would feel. Uh, just again, lady bird coming of age. Like it's the same, same thing. Like his struggle to figure out who he is. Yeah. Is so well done. Uh, and, and just like that, even the end of the movie, the credits when he's crying that whole time, it's just everything he does in this movie is perfect for this character. It's one of the most important credit sequences I've ever seen in a movie. Just yeah. the, the camera trained on this face for three minutes while he cries. Yeah. You know, and pretty good. Wow. Mm-hmm. Timothy's my pick too. Is he? Yeah. All right. Timothy Chalamet for call me by your name. Mm-hmm. Um, like everything you said mm-hmm. is, is correct. And I, what I'd add to that is he manages to have just like insane chemistry with two other actors in the movie. That's true. I mean, yeah. his scenes with Esther Gorell are just as good as his scenes with Army Hammer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and like his interaction with his parents. Yeah. Maybe the best parents on earth. <laughs> They're you pretty know? good parents. <laughs> I mean, I guess, my God, yeah. you know, uh, like yeah. so understanding mm-hmm. and so generous. And they're giving him, mm-hmm. they're like letting him grow up in this Tuscan villa, which looks I mean, holy crap. Yeah, I mean, that, that's tempting. Jesus. <laughs> um, and mm-hmm. he's really playing that piano. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- th- he's great. He, this is, this is another, I mean, like it's to see actors do this at this mm-hmm. age is, is just amazing. And there, there's one scene that I really love uh, because of the, of how he's reacting to army hammer. Uh-huh. It's, 
It's a little gross. It's the peach scene. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of Ar- nasty. <laughs> it's kind of nasty. But uh, Army Hammer's going to eat that peach. <laughs> and he's kind of like teasing him about it. Yeah. And uh, Timothy Chalamet's character is so... Elio's the character. And he's he's not ready for this kind of frontness on this. True. Like You can't right. be this upfront with right. me about this stuff right, right now i can't handle it just the way he shows that by the way his body language is happening like, yes he's like no don't don't like don't do it right and he doesn't end up doing it because he hugs him or something instead of like hitting him or screaming he he just hugs him and holds him kind of he's so scared and just unsure of himself in mm-hmm. this moment right it, it's dynamite because he like someone else is fi- is finding out what he did while he was totally by himself. Well, yeah, that's embarrassing. And that's really embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to like do what he says he's going to do. Yeah. And then on top of that, when he does like when he finally does like physically stop him from doing it and then he breaks down and starts bawling and says, "I don't want you to leave." Yeah. Man, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. Mhm. You know, because this it's having your first real love, um mm-hmm. it feels like your guts are being ripped out of you when it's about to end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that, that continues into adult life as well. But man, mm-hmm. when you're a kid and you're feeling everything, you know, twice as, as, uh, mm-hmm. uh, as much as you would. It, yeah. Devastating. Pretty good. Yep. Um, and I want to give a special, uh, nod to Gary Oldman. I thought he was really good too. Yes. Gary he, Oldman. he was my number two. Okay. Yeah. Um, it wasn't anything spectacular, but it's Gary Oldman. I know. And he was amazing in this movie. He's he so good. He's he, always good. And and it's like so a, a performance this this um like grand on such a scale and yeah. it's coming from such a workmanlike actor. Yeah. And that he's getting this kind of acclaim, of course I'm I'm over the moon for, for Gary it, Oldman. It felt like Churchill. Yes. It, it looked yes. it sounded and I mean everything was great. He's my Churchill, certainly. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. this is this is who I picture now. Mm-hmm. So, so good job, Gary Oldman. Mm-hmm. Uh, now let's move on to lead actress. Okay. okay, so we have Meryl Streep for The Post, Margot Robbie for I, Tanya, Saoirse Ronan for Lady Bird, Sally Hawkins for The Shape of Water, and Frances McDormand for Three Billboards. What is your pick, Dave? Okay, um, I went back and forth on this one a million times, mm-hmm. and I finally settled on Margot Robbie. Oh, man, yeah, she's yep. fantastic. Yep. Nice pick. Yep. <laughs> she just is, she is Tanya Harding. I mean, mm-hmm. what more can you say? Mm-hmm. And and a lot of people didn't care for this scene, but I really loved it, mm-hmm. is when she, you know, they have all those, like, fourth wall breaking yeah. uh, mockumentary yeah. scenes. Um, the one toward the end where she looks right into the camera and says, you are my attacker to yeah. the audience. Yeah. Now, that's tough to take as the audience when mm-hmm. you're sitting in a theater and, like, Thankfully, my audience didn't react. Mm-hmm. They reacted like they were supposed to, which is what I did, which is to say nothing. Yeah. Now, I, I don't like a filmmaker browbeating you mm-hmm. this badly, but the more I thought about it, the more I realized I am complicit in this because I was making fun of Tanya Harding when I was 16 years oh, old. Oh, of course you were. I was calling her white trash and, mm-hmm. and, and saying horrible things about a woman who was in an abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. And Margot Robbie humanizes that in a way that, that like few actors could. Mm-hmm. So she's my pick. That's a good call, dude. Really mm. good. Um, I was struggling with that too. Uh-huh. I, I I wanted to put her up there if I could. Yeah. But I'm going to go with Saoirse Ronan for All Lady right. Bird. Yes. We already talked about it. Like you feel every growing pain. <laughs> I mean, and Saoirse is gold. She's, I mean, I, everything she does is amazing. 
She is one of the best actresses working today. I know. And I felt like she was from California. She's not from <laughs> Ireland. Exactly. I mean, she is. <laughs> She she was just perfect with Lori Metcalf and their interactions. Like you already talked talked about it a lot. Like, yeah, Saoirse Ronan was amazing. And her the, the scenes between her and Tracy Letts are are mm-hmm. are they're a lot sweeter than the scenes between her and Lori. Yeah, yeah, um, but, definitely. And but her reactions to all this stuff when when just just the 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 moments where she's writing the names of like she's like when she yeah and her reaction to like I love the scene when Lucas Hedges comes out of the closet to her. When they hug in the yes. alley, yes. Oh my god, that's one of the best in the movie. She's so cool. That's when that scene happened. It like it put the movie even further over the edge for yeah. me. I was like, this is just so good. Yeah, <laughs> man, it's great. And Lucas Hedges, I love that kid. I know he's so good. He's only in good movies. I, I, it's, I it's, picked him to win the Oscar last year. Yes, that's I mean, right. God, yep. he's so good. And then we find out Timothy Chalamet is a total piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> yes. Well, that's what you do when you're a girl. Of course. You find out every guy you like is a piece of shit. Exactly. You, you write his name on the wall, and then you find out he sucks. Yeah. Um, you know. <laughs> it's funny how like all these people are in all the same movies every year. It seems it's like that. Like, because you see all these people sprinkled throughout all these movies. It happened three times this year. Mm-hmm. Caleb Landry Jones also pulled a Dom Nall. Mm-hmm. He got into three billboards, Get Out, and Florida Project. Wow. Tracy Letts okay. was in The Post. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it, it's just... There you go. And he was also in another movie called that wasn't nominated called The Lovers, which we'll talk about that on a future episode. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, all right, so let's do director now. Mm-hmm. We're getting in the big ones. Director and then best picture, Dave. Okay. So director, we've got Jordan Peele for Get Out, Paul Thomas Anderson for Phantom Thread, Christopher Nolan for Dunkirk, Greta Gerwig for Ladybird, and Guillermo del Toro for The Shape of Water. I picked Greta Gerwig for Ladybird. Nice. I think she nailed the feel and the tone for this movie. Um, she nailed how the actors should represent these characters. Uh, I mean, she wrote it too, so she has a handle on this and really knows what she needed to do. Um, I, it was just perfectly structured too. Like I, all the big moments in the movie weren't big moments, Mm -hmm. you know, they weren't theatrical, big old things. They felt just as important as the quiet moments that were happening. True. Like she really put this thing together and, and she got great performances out of all the actors Right. So good. And it's her first time, too. We've talked about that with Jordan Peele. It's the first time director and writer for a movie. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just like that you have this in you, and, and this was your first effort, you know? Yeah. 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 Greta Gerwig. Uh, great job. So Greta is my personal god, as you know. <laughs> I know uh, that. She's your new... Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I did go with Jordan Peele for my choice. He's my second pick. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... You talked about the originality of Get Out. Mm-hmm. That 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 to me stands out more than anything else in any film we we we've talked about mm-hmm. uh, recently. Just that racism has been tackled many times in literature and film, of course, as we know. Mm-hmm. This one didn't go after the easy targets. Mm-hmm. This one went after white liberals. Mm-hmm. And okay, so so you think you're woke? You think you're not a racist? Mm-hmm. If you have to say you're woke or that you're not a racist, you're a racist. <laughs> yes. You know, um, can't be beat. Yeah. Jordan Peele, just just an amazing movie. Yeah. Uh, that was my number two, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Definitely good. Right. Um, and just, it just had a great feel to it. Like the pacing of it and the structure of it was so good. I know. Uh, 
like when you, he goes into that inside of his mind and he's falling in that darkness and the sunken place, the sunken place. God, it, that's amazing stuff. I know. And and when it turns into like a slasher film at the end, almost it's wow. It's so good. Caleb Landry Jones getting that, that I, I can't remember what Daniel Kaluuya <laughs> stabs him with mm-hmm. at the doorway, but man, it's great. Yeah. I mean, you, you really want this kid to die. Mm-hmm. It's the antler, right? Yes, that's right. That's <laughs> oh. right. Oh, that's great. Wow. Ooh. Man. Antler town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good movie. Uh-huh. Okay. So let's wrap it up, Dave. We've got right. best picture. Okay. So here we go. We've got the shape of water, darkest hour, Dunkirk, the Post, Lady Bird, Call Me By Your Name, Get Out, and Phantom Thread. Uh, so what is your pick, Dave? Okay, jeez, um, I, I went back and forth between two films here. Me too. Um, and Call Me By Your Name uh, ended up as my pick. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, for all the things we've mentioned already, mm-hmm. um, th- this is... Uh, I remember reading a review that talked about uh, how they, they, they felt that the movie dragged in places and then they, they stopped themselves in the middle of the paragraph and said, but with this setting and with these performances and these characters, what's the rush? That was my review. Actually. Oh, okay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is my pick. Excellent. All right. All right, dude. <laughs> I, I totally agree, man. All it, right. It's, we've talked about it a little already. It's just so... It's almost perfect. Just the setting and the tone of the movie. It's hard to put into words. Just this movie has some kind of magic to it. I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is. Probably because it was so unexpectedly great. You yeah. Know? I mean, like, like you went in knowing that it had been acclaimed, but you were just like, find yourself just like, like more and more drawn in by it, and mm-hmm. it's just weaving this spell on you. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, when Army Hammer is doing that crazy dancing. Uh-huh, yeah, in the street. Know, yes. <laughs> and yeah. he's, that, that new wave that when they're at that party and he's just like, you know, he's 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 gigantic, everybody. He's a you huge have, dude. You have seen him. I mean, he's this just, gig- yes, my God. Um, it's like Kal-El up <laughs> Timothy there. Timothy Chalamet is like a stick. He is, he's a little stick boy. And he's and, and this, this gigantic six foot six monster is there. And uh, even, even so much as, as just the... Um, if I was growing up the, at this time, if I was in this situation where my, like everything I do every day is about like bettering myself, like, like your, mm-hmm. your parents are academics mm-hmm. all and, and, you, and you're a concert pianist and you're very well read and you're mm-hmm. only 17 and you're reading Dante, you're, you know, <laughs> I mean like, holy shit, you know, what kind of, I, I, that's so far removed from the life I had, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it's, it's kind of what I always desired and never got, I mm-hmm. guess. And yeah, you know, yeah, pretty cool. All right. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Same pick. Okay. Cool. All right. So that's our Oscar picks, everybody. Yes. So, uh, do you, did you have any other like snubs or upset kind of things you want to talk about? Oh sure, we can, I mean, we can sprinkle those in before we yeah. we go. But I I had a couple of uh, of other snubs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I mentioned um, uh, Esther Gorell from Call Me by Your Name. Mm-hmm. I, I thought she was excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, and Edgar Wright, like yeah yeah. I, I don't know where you, director. Know, yes, yeah. I don't know who you displace off the director's list because you know uh, it's that they're all really good. <sighs> I mean. I have Guillermo del Toro crossed out for myself. I, you know, he, mm, yeah, you could take him off. Yeah. Um, I thought Paul Thomas Anderson was good too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not his best. Right. 
Nolan, I didn't find that movie very special. I remember you not uh, really caring for Dunkirk, yeah. But it's still directed really well. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, yeah, you could, yeah, one of those three, I guess, take them off. Right. Um, and then Sean Baker, the director of the Florida Project, of yes, course. right. Man, he's mm-hmm. great. And Luca Guadagnino um, for Call Me By Your Name. Oh, I yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. th- th- this is sumptuous direction. Like like all his movies, you go back and watch, I mean, like all his stuff, mm-hmm. It's all they're all like this. They're all yeah. just like these, you know, like sun-drenched, sexy adventures. And, and you know, you want yeah. more of it. Yeah, like I, I totally agree. I think... Uh, even like Michelle Pfeiffer could have gotten nominated for her minor role in Mother. Of course, like she was phenomenal as a supporting actress. Yep. I mean, I don't know. Take off Octavia Spencer. Yep. I mean, she was she's good. She's Octavia, but right. I don't think she was anything that special in The Shape of Water. And and you and I both like talked off the air about how what, what we felt about The Shape of Water. Yeah, it I was, thought it was kind of you know, overrated. Yeah. Not as good. Right. It's this year's La La Land. <laughs> <laughs> In some ways, of course. I don't know. Right. I mean, like, there, there are moments in it that are, uh, I, I think that Sally Hawkins was quite good. She was pretty good, know? yeah. I mean, and she was a, a totally, um, I remember people didn't really care for the masturbation stuff that's in there. Yeah. Which I actually did like it because it kept I thought her it, from being cute. I thought cute. it uh, was used to a purpose also because Absolutely. it showed her loneliness and I mean, it showed that, and she was nude also. Mm-hmm. So they set us up for more nudity later. So yes. we're not shocked, right? But like, yeah, I mean, it did have a purpose in this movie. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I can usually do without that kind of stuff in a film, right? But, but uh, when it's done like this, whatever, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. It was integral to the plot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think I, I think we might be like at odds about uh, Phantom Thread. I, it, it was my number. It, it was my number two. I even had it above Get it? Out. Yeah. Okay. For Best Picture? Yes. Um, it was my number four. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right, so we I mean, that's I, quite as far. I really liked it. Yes. I thought it was good. Okay, good. Um, and uh, yeah, who who was the lead actress in that? Vicky Kreeps. Yeah. Who, she was great. Who like just nose to nose with Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. You she know? was phenomenal. That that scene where, where she makes dinner for him and like... Is, is just kind of calling him out on his bullshit, like like you and your weird little fucking world yeah, and your OCD. That's a good scene. I hate you for this. Why can't you just like eat what's on your plate? Mm-hmm. Um, and throughout the whole movie, like the movie doesn't go where you think it's gonna go, where she's gonna be browbeaten and everything. Yeah, she's just like coming after him every time he says mm-hmm. something cruel, which yep. is is I really like that movie. Yeah, it was good. Um, and I thought I li- I really liked Good Time. With Rob Pattinson, yeah, that, that was, was a great movie, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought Colossal was really good. The screenplay nomination would have been something for that movie. Mm-hmm. It's really original, right? Um, but yeah, lots of there's every year there's great stuff that doesn't get on there, of which doesn't even doesn't diminish the quality of those films. So. No, absolutely not. All right, so let's wrap it up, Dave. Okay. If you guys like what you heard, you can subscribe in iTunes. You can rate it, review it, get uh, you know more dudes listen to the dudes, mm-hmm. or you go to dudesonmovies.com and you find anything you need right there. Yes. Uh, so this is this was a bonus episode, so uh, there's no question of the week or anything like that. But if you want to, let us know on social media uh, your Oscar picks, or email us dudesonmovies at gmail.com, or call us 304-804-DUDE. Leave us a voicemail. Um, so until when, when are we gonna we're gonna have our the results coming up soon, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, probably the Monday or Tuesday after the Oscars, we'll have something out. So, right. Uh, going over the results and why our picks didn't get picked. You know, so. <laughs> Which is going to happen. Yeah, it always happens. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>